What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And this is episode nine, and we're talking about battling lust. So without further ado, let's get right into it, man. And give them the disclaimer real quick, man. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Before we get into it, before we get all deep into the conversation, disclaimer. This is an intimate, raw, deep conversation. Yes, sir. No filter. No filter. No chaser. No chaser. <laughs> None of that. If you want, If you don't want to change... Click off this episode right now while you're ahead before we actually dive into this. Because once we reveal this stuff, it's going to be hard for you to remain the same after you know all this stuff. So go ahead and get your notebook, get your pen, pencil, whatever you need. Get ready because there's about to be a lot of gems, a lot of transparency in this conversation. Because we're going to be talking about from our own personal situations and how we've been through life and everything. But but tap in. So I hope y'all ready. Let's do it. So first question. What is less? So lust, lust is a psychological force producing intense desire for something or circumstance. And I got a synonyms to covet or to crave. So first of all, those who didn't even understand that, fellas, stay with me. <laughs> stay with me now. When you're looking at a girl with sexual intentions in your mind, you're lusting. So y'all know, y'all know right then and there, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But this is just the definition. But I'm going to give you a scripture real quick to, to go back behind it so we can get more context and we're going to unpack it for you. So James 1 verses 14 and 15 says, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. So lust is really it's your flesh. It's something your flesh is craving or coveting. Like, so when you're walking down the street, you're looking at a, you're looking at a female, and the first thing you think about in your head is, how is she in bed? Bro, James crazy. How is she in bed? And that is not of God. That's of the world. And to go behind that, I got this one other scripture just to go with that. First John chapter 2, verses 16. Thank you to my Aunt Bonita. She gave me this. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes... And pride and possessions is not from the Father, but it's from the world. Mm-hmm. So that's that's First John chapter two and sixteen, and that's basically saying all of those those perverted thoughts and all of those the lust of the eye, looking at females the wrong way, and looking at other things in the way God didn't intended for it to be. That didn't come from God. That came from the devil. And don't get and don't get it mixed up. Attraction and lust is two different things. Facts. Attraction and lust is two different things. Attract like we can, we all going to be attracted to different people. Yeah. That's just a a natural thing that we go through. But lust is when you turn that attraction into thinking past just the their physical beauty. They're yeah. trying to sexual. Yeah, you're yeah. fantasizing what you would be doing with that person, or exactly, or anything just sexual in general. And half the times you don't even know the person. Exactly. Bro, exactly. Like that's how sick it is. It's crazy, bro. Sit and sit and think about it. It's, bro, it's crazy. Now that you know what lust is, let's talk about where the root of the problem starts because you cannot fix something unless you get to the root. So lust, we got lust. A lot of us don't know why we're struggling so hard with lust, don't know why we crave, crave sex so much or don't know why like we can't keep our eyes off of looking at what's walking on the other side of the curb. But we got to realize that most of this stuff is spiritual. So if you're not spiritual, you won't be, you won't be clued, like you zoomed in to know where the devil's attacking you from. Mm-hmm. So most of this stuff is also generational curses so the sins of the father are passed down to the son that's an exodus somewhere and a lot of us especially in this generation i know this generation is growing up to be 
lovers of sex like lovers like a lot of i'm speaking for the men we glor- like glorify sex yeah, and glorify yes everything is that is being glorified when god intended that to be beautiful and sacred between mm-hmm. men and women in marriage exactly but somewhere down the line we perverted it and turned it to something that it was never made for and majority of y'all y'all bro this this is a hot topic right here mm-hmm. how people would be like oh yeah i can't get married until i know how they are in bed yeah but in reality, you're not supposed to know how someone is in bed until after marriage in the first place. So how would you know if they're good or not if you didn't, if you was waiting until marriage? You feel what I'm saying? That's facts. That's like, facts. you're not, you're not going to know how good they are if you're a virgin all the way to marriage. Because, like, basically, that's all you're going to know. You're mm-hmm. only going to know that feeling. You're going to be like, oh, this thing is good. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know, if you have a whole bunch of past experience before then, then you're going to have that comparing spirit being like, oh, she's not as good as this person I was with. Or she's not as good as this person I was facts. with. And now you're not as interested because she wasn't doing what you expected your person that you wouldn't now to do. And that's the problem with lust right there because lust opens the door to, to many other sins. So, for example, a lot of young men in our generation don't have fathers, right? Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of us do have fathers. Our fathers may not have touched on sex or touched on lust. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is getting swept under the rug where mm-hmm. people are not having the the intimate conversation and being transparent about it. Especially in the Christian community. Especially it's in the Christian community. Like in the church. It's just swept under the rug. They tell you, don't have, like, just wait till marriage to have sex, but don't tell you the, the whys, the, the bad effects, and the good effects of actually waiting. They just give mm-hmm. it to you as, don't do it. And as a kid, somebody tells you, don't do something, you're going to be wow. curious to, <laughs> to find out on your own. Y'all already know that. How'd that go? But like I said, a lot of uh, dudes in our age didn't grow up with a father figure. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting this stuff on their own, not knowing that it's a, a spiritual attack. Yeah. And also, I feel like lust opens the door for many other sins. So once you start lusting with the eye, it leads to more because mm-hmm. you're going to do, like I said, it's a crave. So you're going to do anything you can to to meet that need. Yeah, bro, anything. Exactly. So that then leads, well, you're looking at, you're looking at a girl thinking sexually, mm-hmm. but can't, because you can't get it yeah, in that moment. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about it. Now that leads to pleasing yourself. So yeah, with pornography, pornography and masturbation. And so that's a whole nother addiction. A whole nother that one that led from a one thing, mean, bro. Started with crazy. your eye. You looking at somebody, and, and that, bro, that's bro. how that's how most people in high school get exposed to stuff so early and get addicted because you expose that prematurely. And it's normalized now. Yeah, bro. It's normal. Like exactly, it's normalized in high school. Be like, hey, bro, you you uh, masturbating? Yeah, da, da, da. facts. Like, like why? Why, are we, <laughs> why is this even a conversation? Nah, like, facts, facts. Like, bro, you masturbating? Yeah, bro, you you watch, you know that porn star? This, bro. like, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that shouldn't really be talked about at our age. Mm-hmm. Like, our generation just has been exposed to way prematurely. So that's something that like needs to be talked about and needs to be spoken on because a lot of kids not gonna really know why not to into those things or be curious about it because we don't really talk about it. And the more it's swept under the rug, I feel like the cycle will just continue to repeat itself and in the spirit of lust will just continue to attack each generation mm-hmm. and each generation until somebody actually stands up and say, I'm going to beat it. And Thanks. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28 says, but I say to you, everyone that even looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with, his, with her in his heart. Mm-hmm. So you just looking at a, a woman with sexual intent you commit a whole nother you sin, adultery, like, which we know what y'all know what that is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the the big problem here is because, like I said, lust opens the door to many other sins like pornography and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I think to me, this is my opinion. I don't have no statistics behind this, but I think the main the main uh, leading cause for divorce in in the in the church world 
is probably lust and masturbation and pornography and the stuff people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. So lust, when you have a lustful eye, like we said, you're looking at a girl for what she can offer you sexually, Mm -hmm. not like what's in her heart or her personality. You're not liking her for for the things that God has made her for. You know what I'm saying? But you're looking at it from a a physical and what she can do for you intimately. From a fleshly standpoint. Yes. So you start looking at females. The problem with lust is because you start looking at females as as objects and just using them for their bodies. So... When you get when you actually get married, if you don't defeat lust early on, mm-hmm. and you get married, when your wife no longer serves the purpose for what she was doing, like when she doesn't meet that need anymore in the bed, you hang out. Then you step out of the marriage, bro. and then you do it with somebody else who will meet that need. It's crazy, bro. Like, and then on top of that, it goes back to like how you can change the like the cues that lead to you lusting. Yeah. So, for oh, disclaimer again. So me and Marlon are both coming from two different perspectives on this. Yeah. So I'm becoming from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah. And Marlon will give y'all the Bible scripture side yeah. of how, so basically where it comes from. And I feel like this book is going to show you, show us how to beat that habit, how to beat that drive or urge for lust. And, and to clarify, to clarify also, the Bible, the Bible show you how to beat it too. Yeah. But that, be, book, yeah. that book adds on like a, a natural, like a natural aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Like as, as far as the real world and yeah. stuff like that. But the Bible is always the answer to all your problems and mm-hmm. the cure to any beating anything. Big facts, big yeah. facts. So I'll just be more so speaking on why the cues, like what cues actually trigger into lust that mm-hmm. lead you into actually falling into sin. Yeah. So the first thing we need to do to even be able to battle lust mm-hmm. is to point and call it out. So it's something called a point and call system. Yeah. So with the point and call system is basically saying calling out the bad habits and triggers that lead to them. And the purpose of that means Hearing your bad habits spoken aloud makes the consequences seem more real. Mm-hmm. So you, by you calling out your sin or your lust, by you saying, yo, like, why am I less than this? Yeah. That, it's letting you know that it's something wrong. Like, you Facts. shouldn't be doing Facts. it. And it's giving you the heads up being like, all right, that's something I need to work on. I don't need to be thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Devil move. Yeah. Like, move out the way because that's not the mindset I need to be having. That's not a godly mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the wrong things. I don't need to be looking at that woman like that. Yeah. And to add on to what you just said, it's crazy how the that book is so he he wrote that good. But oh, it's crazy. Um, also, when you when you join with Christ and you start getting deeper into God, you got mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. So the Holy Spirit is like they start. He 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 tells you like. Well, where you mess up He tells mm-hmm. you Like the stuff you struggle in So whereas Before you was with Christ You may not have been aware yeah. With the stuff that was Normal mm-hmm. to you But then you start Getting that urge Like why am I Yeah you feel convicted I, A little bit You feel convicted Yeah, yeah Cause the spirit That's what the spirit sends mm-hmm. You start feeling convicted For things you used to do That was normal Now it's like Why am I even doing this So now you know it's wrong Bro facts And with, with the help Of the Holy Spirit Calling it out Like calling the bad habit out Or the, or the lust It helps increases the odds That you acknowledge The need for action Yeah And that could be The main difference that you need to be able to Facts. be like, hold on, this is wrong. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. Facts. But it's a quote that James Clear, be, uh, he said in there. He said, you don't have to be a victim of your environment. So the environment that you put yourself in that leads to less, you don't have to be a victim of it. Mm-hmm. But you can be the architect of it. So you can be the change of your environment that that's leads good. to you not less than. Mm-hmm. Bro, that, bro, that quote is OD. Now that's facts. Right? And I agree with that because I feel like a lot of the times where we may fall into less and stuff like that, it really does have something to do with everything to do with our environment mm-hmm. and the stuff we put our like the situations we put ourselves in if you know you're battling with lust you're not gonna go to the club and just be like oh, i'm gonna just sit in the corner Both. i'm yeah. gonna just stand in the corner now you know them eyes gonna be wandering like you lessen off the road exactly. multiple women a lot of times we can like we can take 
half of the load off of our back while just not putting ourselves in dumb situations. Facts. And to attest to that, like, like we said on the last, like one of the few episodes ago, talking mm-hmm. about scrolling on Instagram at nighttime. Like, bro, why you, why you, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> you scrolling on Instagram past 12 o'clock, you're not going to see nothing. But what do you expect to see at nighttime? Bro, um, the, the demons work at night. That's what my dad told me. Bro, exactly. they, they really active at night. Exactly. The devil works the most at nighttime. Yeah. But that's why everything bad majority of the time happens exactly. at nighttime. So if you're not setting up them boundaries and you're not setting up those those walls and all of those things and taking the, the proper uh, repercussions and stuff like that, you're going to fall to it every single time. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm glad you said that because that leads right into being disciplined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. So the secret to discipline or well, the secret to self-control I'm going to give y'all the top of what he said in, in the book, too. He said, the people with the best self-control are typically the ones who need, it, who need to use it the least. That's facts. So people that have to use a discipline the least are the ones that have the most self-control because they don't put themselves in a situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. So with that, it says, disciplined discipline people are better at structuring their lives in a way that does not require heroic willpower and self-control. In other words, they spend less time in tempting situations. And that was good. And to point on that, I feel like a lot of times we're oblivious or unaware to our actual strength mm-hmm. So sometimes we may think We're strong enough Like oh yeah I can go to the club All right. I can go hang with this girl And not do nothing I can go do this You know what I'm saying I go to and the club then, and not drink Exactly Exactly And then, right. you, then you get there And then you give in Because we're not Calculating our real strength Bro And the, the thing Crazy. about it is Facts The thing about it is We really can't do it On our own strength mm-hmm. God, God is the only God. Yeah you, you need God To beat this stuff But the crazy thing is That even though God is going to be the one That will deliver us And bring us out it's still certain things that we can do to not even mm-hmm. get ourselves in those certain situations. Like we still got to be wise about our, like about this mm-hmm. and about the things we struggle with. And with that, James Clear says that simply resisting temptation is an ineffective strategy. Facts. And it says the more reliable approach is to cut the habits off at the source. Mm-hmm. So that means for those people that lust all the time, if you go to the club and be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to drink so on and so forth. I'm not going to lust at this girl. But majority of the time, if you keep going to the club, people keep putting shots in your face, women all up on you, all up in your face, you're going to fall back into temptation. You're going to fall back into lust. That's right. So the way to cut that out is to stop going to the club as a whole. Move out the way. <laughs> but that, the way to cut that out is to stop going there as a whole. So you, that way you're not putting yourself in the environment to fall to those cues because seeing someone else take a shot or seeing a girl with a nice figure, that might be a cue for you to trigger into lust. And also, I feel like alcohol itself is a trigger. Exactly. Because you think about it, you get drunk. You're not in your right, you're not you're not in your your right mind. Mindset. I feel like that's where your most lustful and perverted thoughts and stuff mm-hmm. comes when you are drunk. So it's like, and y'all know what, y'all know exactly wow. what I'm talking about. And so I feel like don't even put yourself in that situation to begin with. And lust, it really just leads to so much more. Like, like I said, God made sex um, to be sacred and beautiful between mm-hmm. husband and wife, man and woman, like your partner, your one mm-hmm. partner. But we twisted it. So it's like, when we perverted this and glorified sex and we start having sex with all these multiple partners, you got to realize that this is not just intimacy. This mm-hmm. is not just physical touch, me laying in the bed, yeah. me, me doing what I do and then getting mm-hmm. out where you're leaving with a piece of that person. Spiritual, bro. Soul ties with, is real. Yeah, you're leaving with a piece of that person. If you don't know what soul tie is, we're not going to be able to break the whole thing down right now, but... Sadly, you could take on baggage for of somebody that you don't know. He's like you, you think you having a one night stand with that girl over there. You think you just getting in and you getting out, but that girl depressed. And then after you have sex with her, you come back. Now you like, why am I feeling, feeling depressed? Feeling weird, feeling all sad. Exactly. And over here, matter at air. Bo, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I'm telling you, Bo. Like you, you take on their baggage, and you and. The crazy part about it is God tells us not to not to have sex before marriage, mm-hmm. and we just got to trust Him 
trust him to know like he wants the best for us. I think Tucker said that also. Yeah, yeah. You got to trust him to know mm-hmm. he wants the best for us. And God, for God made it. So he wouldn't tell us nothing that wouldn't benefit us in the end. And it's crazy because like you said, like he's not telling you that you can't have sex. Yes. It's when you get married, didn't have sex because it's something sacred. It's something that's supposed to be intimate between married people. Mm-hmm. And it's addicting, so you're not supposed to do it prematurely. And that soul tie is supposed to come from your wife. Yeah, exactly, from you, someone that you're a positive yeah. soul tie because yes. y'all are y'all are now one. one. Yeah, yeah, y'all are now one. But we're we're having sex with girls that we're not one with. They're, y'all not even equally yoked, bro. Michael Todd was like, "You're taking a piece over here, taking a piece over here, taking a piece over here." Now your whole like you everywhere. You you a part of a whole bunch of people's lives. Now, right I, was, I was about to say, yeah. and it's not that you you just grabbing pieces from them, but they're taking some off you. So it's mm-hmm. like. You getting your bar full at first, yeah. but then you coming back down, you losing some of this, energy getting some lower of that, and lower yeah, at, at every time, bro. And I got a scripture for that. So 1 Corinthians 6 and 18, it says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, mm-hmm. but sexual, but asexual immoral person sins against his own body. Mm-hmm. So every time you have sex, it's not affecting nobody else, but it's affecting yeah. your yeah. own body mm-hmm. directly. And that goes back to what we just said about the soul ties. You taking a piece of somebody. Yeah. It's affecting you each time you do it. When you when you go masturbate and you you sit in your room, you thinking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you feel bad right after. Yeah, you convicted immediately. You're yeah, affecting you your own body. That energy that's won't supposed to be released like that. And then to, to touch on that, pornography, you're already lusting. Think about how dumb you look. You watching somebody else have sex. Like, just let's let's just actually let's unpack this. Let's un, let's unpack this. Let's keep you're it real. Watching, you're watching two other people that you don't know. First of let's all, keep it real. You're watching them please each other. You'll be that's here typing. Already, you'll be here typing in a specific video to watch. If that if that's not wicked, if that's not you know what I'm saying, that's sick. I think Ma talked about that on her live. Yeah. She was like, "How dumb do you look? Like, you over here talking some? Yeah, I'm about to play with myself. Yeah." <laughs> And I feel like the problem is, like I said, nobody talks about it. So Bro. it's like high school, that's all that's gonna, all you see. And you're not going to know wrong from right because the majority is doing it. Majority is doing it. And that's why you got to get in your word. That's Facts. exactly why that's, you got to get in your, your word. That's your spiritual armor right there. Facts. The Bible is your spiritual armor. And that's your way to learn how to battle that spirit of less. But the other thing that James Clear said was that self-control is a short-term strategy. It's not a long-term one. So the way that you can have long-term self-control is by making the cues that's in, that's, that triggers you invisible. Mm-hmm. But that's by changing your whole environment as a whole. Mm-hmm. So by changing your whole environment as a whole, that's removing anybody that leads to less. Anybody that you have past dealings with yeah. that you don't need to be around no more that only leads to that, get them out your life. Any environment that they may invite you to that may lead to less, get them out your life. Do not go. Stay at home. They could be like, I'm, ch- I'm chilling today. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay with the fam. Whatever. Or I'm going to sleep. I'm not going out tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to only thing that happens bad after going to a club yeah. or hanging out with a girl by herself at nighttime, only n- bad things can lead up to that. Fact. It's only going to lead to less, especially if you actually have past dealings or like the person. Yeah. So actually being wise of your decisions of where you're going to be at, what times you're going to leave, mm-hmm. everything, being more disciplined about the environment you put yourselves in. And if you have to put yourself in an environment, bring people that's going to hold you accountable to make sure that's you facts. don't fall into the sin or the uh, less. Yes, like, that's what we were talking about Bible study the other day, mm-hmm. the power of transparency and accountability. So whereas me me and my friend may be struggling with the same thing mm-hmm. and I'd be transparent with him and let him know, then he comes and like, I'm dealing with the same thing. Yeah. So now we have a bond where we can we can both fight together. You're not fighting it mm-hmm. by yourself. Y'all can both pray on it together. You're not, yes, you're not going against that spirit on your own, trying to do it on your own strength. And by that time, you're going to start realizing, when, even when you start thinking about less, you're going to be able to overpower it because you're going to be like, no, I know this wrong. Yeah. Stop thinking like that. Facts. But 
the way to really see like a big growth is basically just making those environments invisible mm-hmm. like just remove yourself as a whole from the environments yeah and you'll probably last longer like from doing the sin or yeah. less than more than when you actually put yourself in that environment and that's the thing because temptation will never it would never go anywhere temptation is always gonna mm-hmm. be present like you know what i'm saying the devil always leave. gonna try to get you bro. yeah the devil is always gonna try to get you but that's why you got to read your word because like I always say, when you read your word, you are, that, that's your weapons. So you're mm-hmm. equipping yourself, especially before you start your day. You're equipping yourself. And these words that are in the Bible, no word is like, is, uh, is wasted. No word in the Bible mm-hmm. is wasted at all. All of these words in this Bible have meaning. And they're, they're instructions on how to defeat these things and how to be more like God. So if you're not reading your word and you're not praying, how do you expect to to defeat these things when they rise up? How do you uh, expect to even respond? Because Facts. our response comes from what's in the Bible. So it's like if you're not reading, you're not going to have a response. When lust does come, you're just going to mm-hmm. fold every time because you're not equipping yourself. Bro, bro. it's crazy because we talked about this on Bible study. If y'all missed it, go tune into that live. Facts. But basically how how you just say, how are you going to know to fight it? How are you going to know how to fight it? Mm-hmm. That's like a football player hopping on the field but not knowing the playbook. Facts. It's like you, you go there, yeah. you on the line, you don't know that we're doing um, what's it, like when you uh, say hut? No, when you say hut twice, we are not supposed to go into the second hut. Yeah, like second count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you don't know that we doing the second count. Yeah. But on the first hut, you jump off. Yeah, you, you jump, jump across jump. the line. You fall started. Mm-hmm. Like what are you doing? You don't you don't know the play. Facts. You don't know the play. So with the Bible, that's literally our playbook in life. That's that's where our instructions is. That's how we gonna get through life. How we gonna become successful or the people that we need to be that God wants us to be. How we gonna serve purpose. But if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not studying it and applying it to your life, how you gonna know how to maneuver through these different op- obstacles situations mm-hmm. that life brings us and the devil that may be trying to test you Fact. how you gonna know how to maneuver through it how your posture gonna know to stay tall and stay strong or know it's a test if you're not applying the word to your life that's facts and i think the great thing about god is that um he always gives us a choice mm-hmm. and i forgot what scripture it is but it says that i have it as my background it tells me how God always gives you a way out when when temptation occurs. He's always going to give you a way to get out. But it's just a matter of us deciding Mm -hmm. to take that route. Because a lot of us, a lot of us, yeah, we do read our word, but just because you read your word don't mean you're just going to defeat it. But you got to apply it. it. And I feel like that's where the real... The, the men are made you, You're mm-hmm. made a man In that moment And real discipline Saying, yeah, yeah real discipline Real self control Is made in that moment Where you can say no To having sex with that girl mm-hmm. You can say no Like nah I'm not gonna Go there tonight Or mm-hmm. you can say no Like I don't want Nah I'm good Like you know what I'm saying But it's, the problem is not that Some of us know the word We just don't know We're not applying the word mm-hmm. And obviously it's because We're comfortable Bro, Whereas thanks. applying the word Will be uncomfortable And yeah, we were talking wrong. about The other day How easy it is to to do bad mm-hmm. It's easy to do bad But to do good And to hey, actually exactly, It takes effort to do good yeah, It takes effort And it actually takes Like a lot for you To actually do good So I feel like the problem is A lot of us don't want To be uncomfortable Yeah and that goes back To what we said Bible study too About how um, Bro I lost it About how What Bro Trying to find it <laughs> The small wins Not the small wins But more so The Um yeah, nah, it's gone. <laughs> now you good. Well, now, <laughs> since I said small wins, though, I feel like when you do apply the word and you and you do like you flee from lust and you start defeating it like mm-hmm. slowly but surely, it's like you building you're building your endurance the whole time. Yeah, and you're building your you're building yourself to to want to do it more because the mm-hmm. more you start defeating it, like the more you start saying no to oh, like it. the more you start saying no to masturbation and pornography. Like when you get that urge and you like, oh no, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um 
fall into masturbation today and you recite that scripture, yeah. you feel your strength coming on as soon as, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You no, like, facts. dang, like facts, I got facts. one up. Facts, I got one yeah, up on the devil. I'm doing so, good today. <laughs> but you know, you know, on a video game or just anything in general, anything competitive with sports, when you got one up, bro, you you mm-hmm. looking for more. Well, facts. You looking, you're looking for oh, another yeah. one. Oh, yeah, we have a lot. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> when, when, you, when you when you playing basketball, you on the court, you hit one three, you like, oh, yeah, like come on. Let me get the ball back. I'm trying to score again. You got to up the score. But I got it back now. So basically, we talked about this on Bible study too about how when you pray for God, like ask God, be like, all right, God, give me the strength mm. to battle less. He's not going to just give you the strength. He's going to put you in a choice, like a test to see if you're going to choose to less again mm. or are you going to deny it. That's facts. So if I be like, God, give me strength. If I put myself in the, are you going to put yourself in an environment to even less in the first place? Yeah. So if I be like, God, give me strength. And then one of my friends see me, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go to the club. That's, that's your first decision right there. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna go to the club or are you gonna stay home? That's a test. You don't, you don't need to go to the club. Yeah. Are you gonna go home or are you gonna stay? Are you gonna go there or are you gonna stay home? Mm-hmm. And if you do go there, all right, cool. Next test. Next test comes. Are you gonna take a shot or are you gonna not drink? You're just gonna be around, hang out with your friends, yeah. you eat some food and cool out. So, like, God's gonna always give you the, the, the decision to choose and see what choice you make. But the choice you make is really on you. So, it, it's up to you if you're gonna choose the less or not. But that's how you build your endurance and build your discipline by saying no when you know guys right there that's something you pray for you have to know that everything else after that is going to be a test to build you up that's facts and half the times when you do give in to something once you're going to keep giving in so it's you actually break the cycle and then, bro and also another way to even beat lust and sin in general is fasting because fasting helps you facts. actually have like a goal of no i'm not doing this no more i'm facts save myself from this and my mom always says if you can go 15 days on a you fast going, yeah. without it you can go another 15 days yes, right. Which means you can go another 15 days And so on and so forth That's a cycle after that Like and, you can keep going Yeah and that's the good thing That's the whole purpose of fasting Because you're starving the flesh mm-hmm. It's not more so about what you eat Or you're starving the flesh So like you said if, if you're dealing with masturbation That's something you struggle with And you're like okay Like I usually do it I usually mm-hmm. do it like almost every night Right Yeah You're gonna be like Alright all right, God Like I, I realize what I'm doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to go a week without doing it. I need you like to to help me as I you know Facts. what I'm saying. Like you made the you made the choice. He's gonna make the change. Mm-hmm. So you start going on a week. You're starving the flesh. So once you get to that week, it's like like dang like yeah, this. Bro. Yeah, I can yeah. keep I can keep going. But the more you give in each time, your, your flesh is not yeah. your flesh is not being starved. So you're just gonna keep doing the same thing yeah. each and every time. And that's why it's important for us to fill up our spirit. Yeah, our, fill up our spiritual cup mm-hmm. so we can pour into others. Instead of letting flesh pour into our cup, facts. Because then you only gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to pour into nobody. Exactly. What you pouring? Flesh. <laughs> exactly. Lust. <laughs> like you pouring lust? Like it's and on top of that, watch who you who you surround yourself around. Because if all your friends are lessing around you, if you're not gonna be that one light to That's right. change everybody's mindsets, you're gonna fall into lust. Because all all the conversations are only are only gonna be lust. Yes, and especially in today's generation, it's, it's like, crazy. Look at that girl over there. Or look what I bro. seen on Instagram. It's like nah, like bro, people send you people send you the little videos of girls, mm-hmm. they in bikinis, they in the beach. Yeah, they out there. Hey. And you over here looking like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fact. Over there lessing off the rip. That's fact. Off a picture off a girl you can't even meet. Nah, bro, that's that's real facts. And I feel like the biggest problem is we can't be who our future wives and our future girlfriends want us to be. Until we defeat lust, bro. Fact, bro. Facts. So, like you said, like you read the book. Of, you read the book about balance. Mm-hmm. So, I might get to you like this: If I'm dibbling, dabbling in lust, how are you gonna give 100 percent to your girl? Well, you still Fully. struggling with this? You're still struggling. Like, what are you doing? You're still struggling with lust. You, it, it ain't gonna just flee. Like, yeah, lust, bro. lust not gonna just go nowhere unless you actually sit down and deal with you it. You gotta put your foot down. You have to. You gotta put your foot down. So, bro. the more you prolong it, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt even worse when you're married, bro. Facts. Or bro, when you locked in with a relationship. 
And what Marlon was getting that was more like how Tory Roberts says in his book, Balance, is basically saying, like, I want to become my best self to the point where I give 100% Facts. to, like, my uh, wife. I want to give 100% to my kids. I want to give 100% to everything that take, that needs my full attention. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that if you're struggling. That's facts. You're not 100 percent if you're not your best self. You're not your best self if you're still struggling with lust, or you're 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 a grown man. You're a grown man, and you're still you in your bed. You you watch a porn. porn. Like, like what like, are you doing? Like, while married, like what are you doing? While married, <laughs> it's crazy. While married, at that, and it's like at first we see it like as like it's just normal. Mm-hmm. But the more you learn, uh, like you learn and you become more conscious of what is wrong and what is right. It's like you are gonna flee from it every time. But more though. You need more of that spirit. You yeah. need you need to read your word. You need to pray. Put that spiritual armor on. Facts. You need to put on the whole armor of God because you're not going to be able to defeat these things without it. Oh, facts. And that's this episode, man. I hope y'all enjoyed episode nine. We might have a part two. Hey, Get more in detail. Hey, hey, yeah, y'all, y'all might need it. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. might need, y'all let us know in the comments facts. if y'all need the part two. But like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Podcast Out. And there's more Purpose Podcast. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for being on again. My Always, boy. my boy. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're like. <laughs> when I love, y'all be safe. Come on, angels. Come on, angels.